Welcome to Immigration Nerds. Today we have the Director of Client Relations for Ericsson Immigration Group, Alejandro Zapatero. As CAP season nears its end, we discuss the most recent USCIS updates for the 2020 CAP season. Alejandro walks us through the proper steps to take for the latest reinstated premium processing option for CAP, along with details on the new data hub system that will be made available. This and more as we reach the conclusion of the busiest time of the year in immigration. I'm Ian Gaines. Come join us Beyond Borders. Today we have the Director of Client Relations for Ericsson Immigration Group, Alejandra Zapatero. It's a pleasure to have you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yes. And all the way from the San Francisco office. That's right. You came and flew by here to Arlington, Virginia. Yes. How have you uh, been enjoying your stay? Good. I landed to snow, which I hadn't seen in quite yeah. a while. Yeah. Uh, but it's been nice. It's and been nice. And now we're in rain. Now we're in rain. So you might hear that in the background a little bit, but everything's going good. I'm happy to be here. Good, good. Well, first, tell us a little bit about the San Francisco office. Sure. So we've had the San Francisco office for Erickson Immigration Group for about three years now. We are located in Union Square, right in the heart of the city. The main focus of our office, in addition to all of the great immigration work that we do here in Arlington as well, is um, a lot more in-person interactions with our clients and their employees. So that can range from things including trainings and um, one-on-one meetings, as mm. well as in-person representation for adjustment of status interviews um, with USCIS field offices. Mm-hmm. Great. So recently, USCIS uh, released a new statement on the 2020 H-1B cap season. And one of the most uh, notable updates is the, the premium processing. So can you tell us a little bit of the details of the CAP premium processing and where does it stand sure. today? So on March 19th, USCIS announced a two-phase approach for premium processing for this year's CAP. And we call it fiscal year 2020 CAP, even though mm. it takes effect on April 1, 2019. Okay, April 1st. That's Got right. Mm. So H-1B CAP petitions are divided into two different filing types. One is known as a change of status mm. and the other is known as consular processing. So for the phase one approach, change of status petitions can have premium processing filed concurrently, which means you can submit both applications at once and the 15-day clock of when premium processing will start is May 20th. So although all of those applications will be filed on the first week of April, the 15-day clock for premium processing won't start until May 20th. Got it. The second phase for consular processing petitions is number one, those cannot be filed concurrently. You just have to file the petitions as they are. And USCIS has announced that they're expecting the ability to upgrade those petitions to premium processing in June. Got it. So the 15 day clock would start in June whenever they open the ability to upgrade. And this was released just to accelerate the process overall, because I know there's been backlogs. Yes. This is to improve that. Exactly. So in the past, USCIS has suspended premium processing for all of CAP. Hmm. Um, Sometimes they do it before CAP is even open. Sometimes they do it halfway through. It just depends. Um, And so this time, USCIS is sort of getting ahead of it by having a two-phase approach they've announced before the CAP lottery opens. Got it. Okay. So that should be helpful. And also one of the changes was the 
H-1B selection process yes. with the lottery system. Yes. Could you tell us a little bit about that change? Sure. So USAS will adopt an online registration for lottery selections for next year's cap. Okay. Um, but what they've implemented for this year's cap under the new rule is reversing the order of lottery selection. So the H-1B cap lottery is divided into a regular cap and a master's cap. And the master's cap is only for individuals who have a U.S. master's degree or higher. Foreign degrees and foreign equivalency don't count. Mm. So in the past, they used to first select the 20000 for the master's cap first and then the remaining 65000 for the regular cap that make up the 85000 visas that are available each fiscal year. This year, they're reversing that order and first selecting 65000 applicants from the entire pool and then selecting just 20,000 from those who have a U.S. master's degree or higher. And USCIS is projecting that that will result in an increase of 16% for U.S. master's beneficiaries. Okay, so that's how it will most likely result. Um, mm-hmm. And also using the data hub, um, so that's another new yeah. implementation. Um, it's going to be a online set of database. Exactly. Yeah. Right. USAIS has noted that the H-1B employer data hub will be available as of April 1st. And some of the factors that people can check on that data hub is including searching for types of petitioners. Mm-hmm. So folks who are actually utilizing the H-1B cap process, as well as calculating approval and denial rates. They're saying that that will be available on the hub as well. So that's new. That's All never right. been available before. Help make people's lives a little bit easier. Yeah. A little bit easier during this time. That's right. Sure. All right. Well, also with uh, San Francisco office, if they want to get in contact with you and your team, uh, where should they go? EIGlaw.com. The website is the best way to get in touch with us. All of our direct information is available there under the attorney and paralegal profiles. And then, of course, you know, signing up for the EIG dispatch is, is the best way to get in touch and get updates from EIG. Very important. Very important. And also, I must say, we were talking about before that there might have to be a trip out to San Fran <laughs> yeah. to, to do this whole operation over in the West Coast. It's possible. But first, you have to make sure to call it San Francisco because only people oh. who are not local say San Fran. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Showed my hand. It's all right. I played my cards. We'll teach you. I'm, I'm, I'm a newbie. Well, I have to learn all these things. And, and more. We'll have to That's do right. an exclusive. That's right. An exclusive. Well, Alejandra, it's been a pleasure and thank you for your insightful take. Thank you. For more immigration updates, make sure to follow us on Twitter at EIG Nerds Podcast and join in the conversation. I'm Ian Gaines. See you next time.